Warning ahead, sexy themes and saucy lingo. Trigger warnings include self-harm, rape and sexual assault. Please check the show notes for details and specific timings. And welcome to today's folio of fornication. (laughs) And a welcome to our special guest for the second time. Bambi, bang bang! Yay! Yay. Hello. Hello. Okay. <laughs> Hello. Bambi's like, can you speak? Is that okay? Yeah. <laughs> we were very like clear about the silence that needed to happen before the start of the episode, so I knew where the recording started. <laughs> recording in progress. <laughs> Hello, Bambi. Thank you for being Hello, here. Hello, my lovely. For the have you second back. time. Yeah. yeah. Uh, You're our first repeat guest. Yes. <gasps> oh, I'm so great honour. Yeah, indeed. Something right the first time, then. (laughs) You did so many things. Absolutely, struck so many chords of um, rightness. Of rightness. I was going to say something else there. When I I said struck, I know when I said struck, and then Mm -hmm. I thought, well, and then a chord is like a kind of a whip, and And it didn't go. It didn't quite finish in my head. But we saw where you were going. Yeah, there's something there. There's something there. All right. Um, so is it time for Word of the Week? It is time for Word of the Week. Okay. Would you like to go first? Sure. Go for it. So my Word of the Week is fart. <laughs> and why might that be? Right <laughs> um, so basically, well, I, I was thinking about it specifically because I, um, I had a fun sex session the other night. And, um, and then just in like the sort of moment of orgasm, I farted, which I do frequently in the moment of orgasm because <laughs> it's like it's a release. Mm-hmm. And it's like, and I think it happens quite commonly. It certainly does for me. And I think it's something that I, I've had to like become okay with um, and not be embarrassed about. And I've definitely, I think I just want it. I just want it to people to not be embarrassed about it. Yeah. It happens. It's all, it's natural. It's cool. Yeah. It's human. It's uh, bound to happen when you're dealing with regions of that. (laughs) That Regions. And like release. (laughs) And it's like, you know, oh, come for me, come for me. And I'm like. (laughs) (laughs) And the Southern mountains sang. Romantic. Very romantic. <laughs> the sound of music uh, was written about this very thing. No. Yes. No. <laughs> very good. All right. Thank you. What's your word of the week, Raphael? <laughs> My word of the week is fright, as Ooh. in uh, terror or scared, you know, being scared. So, um, if indeed fright nights. Mm-hmm. So I uh, basically I um, I just uh, been uh, pleasing myself with mm-hmm. uh, a, a, a vibrator, which is like a prostate one. Um, it's like one of those nice shapes and it goes bought it specially nice. um, it's quite good <laughs> does the job mm-hmm. um, it's always nice to have a, a different kind of orgasm when you're a guy because uh, it's a bit boring to get mm-hmm. a penis one all the time mm-hmm. um, and anyway I was done and mm-hmm. I'd just washed it and I was getting I was naked I was getting in the shower we've got an ensuite it's all very nice everything's quite local you know you don't have to go very far <laughs> Right, like it local, like Perfect. it. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, exactly, that would be awful. Um, yeah, particularly if my husband was like about to come home and just be like, "What have you? Not, not, what's that?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> could be, could be, sexy. could be, be fine, yeah, no, yeah, but, no. yeah, but not after you've. Come, no, sure, so, like, sure, I'm sure. Done. Yeah, yeah, We're not. It's not in the not the right time. Anyway. <laughs> I'm getting, we're sidetracking, back on the point. So um, I'm getting, in, I'm about to get in the shower. I've washed uh, the dildo, I've put it in the drawer, uh, vibrator, whatever. And so this context is helpful for you, but it wasn't for me because I quickly forgot about it. Um, and then I heard this like drilling sound and I thought it was coming from upstairs. And I was like, what's going on? And anyway, so <laughs> I, I was like, 
I, I stopped and I was like, okay, fine. And then I turned the shower on and then I heard, I heard it again. I was like, where is that coming from? And I opened the door to the bathroom again and I'm walking around the bedroom. I'm looking up and I'm thinking, are upstairs like drilling through to our bedroom? Like it's really loud and aggressive, like <laughs> noise. <laughs> what the hell is happening? And then I might start to localize the sound and might like using my ears to kind of directionalize where it's coming from. And I lean and I realize it's coming from the, the set of the bedroom, the bedroom drawers, the bedside table drawers. And I'm like, huh? And, and literally I thought there was something in it, like an animal was like growling at me. And I'm like literally terrified to open this drawer. And I do that thing where you're not, you're not quite sure what it is. Yeah. And my brain literally completely forgotten everything that happened five minutes ago. But anyway, I pulled the drawer out and what had happened was that not that vibrator, but another one had decided. So when I closed the drawer, I must've caught it on something. And there's like a button that activates it like a controller. And it, it had caught and it, it was pressing plus and minus on yeah. the thing to turn it up and down. So it sounded really organic. And yeah, I was yeah. like, what? And I literally was like, oh, for fuck's sake. So, and the drawer's too full. So I had to like take some stuff out of the drawer and like come in. But I was, my heart was racing. I was terrified. I thought there was like some sort of creature or that we were being invaded from upstairs. Oh my God. Anyway, that I was love my that. week. I think what, what, like, I love the randomness of like being able to close the drawer in the exact way that will like make it turn on and off. Yes. So the thing that got me was that like, why did it not start immediately yeah, after so I put rude. it away? It was like, literally there was a delay. Something must have settled yeah. in the drawer to turn it on. That is, or, it is a know. bit, it's a bit weird. Even when you know what it is. I know, I know. <laughs> what oh, if it was anyway. sentient and was just like, I would like a turn now, please. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> vibrators excuse me to go yeah, exactly <laughs> i thought i was the favorite <laughs> yeah. i see you two having fun yes i, I heard it I and i <laughs> want part of it that is definitely that's the story now. that's what, happens, that's yeah. what i believe yeah. <laughs> yeah. love it Bambi, what's your story? What's your word of the week? Oh, okay. Um, I I had three that I couldn't decide from, so I'm just gonna go with the one that I think would fit the fit this podcast particularly well. Okay. Okay. Now I'm so curious about the other two, but I I know. (laughs) (laughs) My word of the week is figging. Um, (laughs) Okay. Can we have a definition? Um, Figging is the act of putting sliced ginger in an orifice to create a really fucking nasty burny sensation and people Mm. apparently do it for fun (laughs) including people I'm in relationships with (laughs) 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 Um, (laughs) it happened like we we tried it a while ago but you know being our like you know mundane couple self every time we go past the veg aisle now in uh do you want to you pick up some ginger? Some ginger. Do you want to have a go? <laughs> and sadly, it's been a no ever since. Uh, okay. One day, one day, I will get some ginger down that urethra again, and it will be, uh, be a great Ooh. day. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> I'm, like, so curious now, but also, like, that sounds terrifying. Yeah, like, that's terrifying. <laughs> also, I wouldn't have thought of ginger being such a... Um, Oh, I would. I guess, yeah. Yeah. Ginger makes me cough. It's one of those things. Yeah, you know, if you drink it in like ginger beer or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah. It always makes me go like hack because it hits the back of my throat every time. Mm. Wow. (laughs) Speaking of hitting the back of the throat. um... (laughs) Uh, Uh, Oh. 
Welcome to series two of an A to Z of sex with men, where I, Raphael, and I, Jacinta, and for the second time, I, Bambi Bang Bang, attack the imbalances of gender normativity, bear our sexual secrets wide open, clear away the mists of sexual taboo, delve into the mysteries of erotica, erase the toxicity of shame, find the beauty of our sexual being, and get ready to laugh our asses off. Film, 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 corner! So, today's episode is F for fetish. Um, And today's film that we're watching is Secretary. So we've just watched the trailer... Uh, let's have, discuss first impressions of the trailer. Mm. I, I love the trailer. It's a good trailer. It's yeah. a good trailer. It feels like really lighthearted mm-hmm. and comedic as well. Very fast paced. It was something I noticed as well. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Lots of great facial expressions from Maggie. Yes. Mm. Maggie. Oh, love I Maggie. love her so much. She's so good. She's so good. Um, why did we choose this film particularly? Well, fetish? it's kind of like, I suppose I was thinking about films that are about fetish or about any sort of fetishy themes secretary is like the top film that comes to mind mm. or that's like that you know i'm sure there are others but not so well-known ones oh yeah this you know apart from that <laughs> massive one that came Which out one? in the last 10 years or whatever like, i don't maybe... know what you're talking about Bambi. I don't I don't know. what are you talking about yeah. i mean eight shades of beige um yes <laughs> we didn't watch that no. <laughs> we're not watching that no i'm so so grateful that that was not the assignment today no. <laughs> <laughs> i no. still managed to avoid it <laughs> we are not putting ourselves through that let alone our guests <laughs> no thank you i'm um, also you much to do that <laughs> yeah shamefully i have actually watched that film and secretary i've never watched all the way through although i have watched the spanking scenes many times mm. so I was I was I really wanted to set myself the assignment of of watching the whole film yes <laughs> and um, what better excuse to have than to talk to random strangers on the internet about your feelings towards it exactly <laughs> exactly interestingly there was there was no spanking in the trailer no but they did it was implied that it was it was gonna happen yeah there was a lot of like the leaning on the, over. the desk and stuff mm. yeah i mean yeah. there was a lot more of the the sort of uh i want to say like the weirder side of kink in it like the mm-hmm. you know the uh the saddle and the yeah. i think there was the the, yeah 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 that's not <laughs> that would fall under the you know the topic of like pony play and i yeah. think that's not something that uh, civilized people who aren't really into this side of things uh, would assume is a sexual act, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but God forbid they show spanking in the trailer. Goodness me! <laughs> yeah, no, no, exactly. But to, to be fair, I, I think that's a good point, Bambi. Actually, because I think it, I and other people fall into the trap of being like, oh, fetish. The first thing I think of is like spanking and bondage. Mm. And actually, in the trailer, showing things that are outside of that. Um, I think is actually cool and kind of shows that it's um, hopefully going to be a more inclusive film, an even more inclusive film than I might have originally thought. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think there were, there were signs of it being more of a lifestyle uh, than, than a lot of people who are into mm-hmm. sort of kinky, uh, kinky sex uh, would, would consider, mm-hmm. for example. So the whole thing was that the relationship, wasn't it? And the, the sort of thing that develops between the two of them. And uh, you, you kind of got the sense of, 
his sort of there are spelling mistakes or whatever there's three yes, typos yeah. on here and all the rest of yeah. it's circled and yeah, being red like circles a, appearing yeah <laughs> um, but it's interesting because of course the trailer is all about how he, he seems to be just a very harsh boss initially mm. and she uh has seems to have a very sort of enthusiastic enthusiastic and excitable mother um, oh, yeah and comes from that sort of house of 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 kind of something else that it's two different vibes that sort of clash yeah and she has a boyfriend who's obviously wants the marriage and a kid kind of thing yeah so there's obviously she's being pulled in different directions to do different things so i think it's interesting how that might be an exploration of yeah yes and how you can make that all kind of marry up together together. Mm. no (laughs) 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 just couldn't think of a better word all right Jolly yes, good. Yes, yes. Okay. Well, we'll come back to that a little bit later. Great. But it's time for our question from the audience. the audience. And Jacinta, I think you have uh, today's question from the audience. I have a question from the audience. And um, it is actually quite interesting that you pointed out the pony place specifically, Bam, mm. because this question is about that. Um, Yay! Dear said with <laughs> uh, the only way I get aroused is by dressing up as a pony and having my partner pet me, ride me, whip me, etc. The problem is, I can tell my partner isn't really into it. They're super attentive and do pony play scenes with me every now and then, but recently they've asked about doing more vanilla stuff. I don't want to disappoint them, but I also know I wouldn't enjoy it at all. What do you think I should do? That's from Thomasina in Upper Thong, West Yorkshire. So... Okay. Any thoughts on that? I was really interested. Yorkshire, the home of ponies, obviously. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah. And thongs are used in riding, aren't they? So that kind of makes sense. Oh, aren't that... the East Ridings of Yorkshire aren't a, a thing as well, right? That's, uh... See, there we I, go. As an expert of Yorkshire and ponies, you know. <laughs> I, I know all about that. Yes, <laughs> <indeed. laughs> all of it. I was exactly. going to say, you had the, she had, she had listed the rip it, slip it, whatever. I was, I was thinking of that, that game that you play. Bop, bop it. it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I like to be <laughs> doing all sure these things. There's a I was like, yes. Bop it related fetish. Yes. That must be, oh, I God. know, that would be. <laughs> I mean, if there's not, then I'm, I'm going to use one with a sub yes. at some point. Like, yes. Like, why I think have I, I not done this? Turn myself into a bop it and then go like. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh, that would be really, really That'd good. be cool. That'd be fun, wouldn't yeah. it? Yeah. Okay. Too slow. Too slow. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but to, to come back to Thomasina's question, I suppose the thing of, of being, okay, having something that's really important for you, for your arousal. And I, I mean, I, I know, I know that there are couples who don't, who their, their sexual preferences don't necessarily line up. Mm. Um, and I don't know what, what the thing would be if it'd be a case of like getting your kind of sex elsewhere and having your, just like a more emotional relationship with each other or I mean is there any way you can compromise with that if you literally don't get aroused by anything else Mm. I mean it depends on uh what you're willing to compromise on Mm -hmm. I think um for me sex in a relationship is really fucking important and Mm -hmm. if my luckily like I am in a polyamorous dynamic which means Mm -hmm. that I Uh, me and my partner have meaningful relationships and connections with multiple people Mm -hmm. and stuff that he and I uh, need but aren't willing to give each other or aren't able to give each other we have permission and are actively encouraged to go Mm -hmm. and find it elsewhere so that's an option for sure Um, but if I think it's harder in like monogamous settings uh, where you're supposed to where you're assumed to find your one and only who gives you everything. Mm-hmm. Um, what happens when, you know, they want to do the vanilla stuff and 
yeah it, like I said what are you willing to compromise on like um performing the vanilla things and kind of doing it so that you're both <laughs> you're both like unaroused during certain sex as long as you're doing it for each other and or whatever no, yeah, I would yeah. not I don't think I'd enjoy that, but like maybe that's an option if they aren't willing to enter into a poly dynamic. Or... Yeah, and and then I suppose and I, I suppose that's something maybe a lot of people don't even have even think about having the conversation about mm. going into a poly dynamic, and maybe that's something they could talk about. Yeah. You know, I think it's also interesting. So obviously, you you arrived. We that we we were seeing a snapshot of that particular mm. person's relationship. So there's a journey to this point, mm-hmm. and there's a future forgetting about the fact that we can't control the future we we can suggest things but that's the point of this mm-hmm. that we can look at the past a bit more so um presumably there are things that attracted uh Thomasina to her partner mm-hmm. in the first place so um uh, fetishes being what they are we'll talk about the, the sort of technical side of the fetish in a bit but um the, the, I think there's something there around um like you say Bambi compromise and um where are the lines mm-hmm. because there's quite a lot of different ways you can take that is it that um, you you both try a bit of each other's interests for a while, mm-hmm. um, yeah. You know, because I think flatlining with a no is probably a, 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 a turning towards a direction of a breakup. Potentially, um, yeah. Potentially, mm-hmm. you know, or mm-hmm. But again, that's like that's where the levels of how far you're willing to compromise go. Like, if this is such a significant part of your uh, dynamic and your needs, like. Uh, is your relationship with that person like worth holding on to if they're mm-hmm. not giving you this one vital thing you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which is sad but it, you know you only live once if you if if you're very certain that this is something that you're desperately needing and aren't yeah. able to receive that you know yeah yeah yeah. Oh dear. I know. Oh, Thomasina, Thomasina. looks like, <laughs> oh, like this, this might be the end. Uh, but no, but that's very sad then for a second. Sorry. Know, there's always a possibility that, I mean, relationships I can end for any number of reasons. Well, exactly. There's always a possibility that a relationship could end. And you also don't know what, as you said, we don't know what, what she and her partner are willing to compromise on. It may be mm. that the partner and her are both willing to have a conversation about um, either polyamory yeah. or uh, opening the relationship up in some way, yeah. a controlled fashion, just mm-hmm. so that uh, certain you know people can get needs their needs met, elsewhere, yeah. whereas mm. if they can't get them with each other. Yeah. Um, and there may still be a, a, a deeper foundation of something there that holds the relationship together. Exactly. Alternatively, yeah. it may be that they're both willing to explore, um, sh- you know, vanilla sex, uh, such as it may be called. Mm-hmm. Um, I happen to dislike the flavour of vanilla uh, rather <laughs> than uh, in ice cream, but there we go. Um, coincidence? <laughs> Don't know. Um, no. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm a chocolate guy. No, uh, is a, uh, the really radically losing my train of thought. Thanks, silly ADHD brain. I'm a pistachio gal. <laughs> <laughs> You're a pistachio gal. I'm a sorbet man. No, anyway, tangy. No, uh, sorry. Right. <laughs> um, it, well, the point I was trying to desperately grasp yes. back onto um, is that um, if vanilla to, to people who uh, don't enjoy vanilla is almost like um, the opposite, isn't it? So if you're someone who's vanilla who doesn't mm. enjoy kink, mm-hmm. to somebody who is kinky who doesn't enjoy vanilla, mm-hmm. it's the same dynamics. So you view that kind of sex with a similar kind of like hesitation and like, oh, I don't really mm. know that I want that. Yeah. So actually both of them exploring each other's mm-hmm. um, in inverted commas, I don't know, pre- preferences mm-hmm. or, or needs mm-hmm. um, is, is probably something to explore. I think, I think it's, it would be, I think it would be a shame for Thomasina to 
and her partner to walk away from this relationship without having tried a little bit to yeah, meet in the middle. Sort of my, it's like meeting yeah, in the middle. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But, you know, whichever. I think I think there's there's that conversation to be had. Mm. Some oh, ideas. And one yeah. other idea that I have is that, and this is something that um, I, I've tried with um, lots of partners, mm-hmm. actually, where one of us is into something and the other one isn't so much mm-hmm. or is into something else. There is room in in a in a sexual session to try both things. So you could sometimes because sometimes the recent memory of having just done the thing that excites you is enough to carry you over the edge while you do something that doesn't excite you so much, and vice versa. That's interesting. Yeah. So yeah, there's room to yeah. bring both yeah. things into the bedroom on the same session. Mm, yeah. So if you can make it work, that's great. If you need to part ways, um, it's great that you had a loving relationship. Yes. And, and it's great that you have um, and that you opportunities know and futures and you know yourself. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. Mm. exactly. There we go. We could finish on a high. We did it. Yay. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Technical definition. Yeah. What is fetish? Yeah. What and versus kink as well. Fetish? Yeah. That, well, yeah. I, I, they are different. I didn't think that they were, but, uh, you know, you learn something new every day. <laughs> every day. <laughs> um, <laughs> so... The definition of a fetish is uh, the form of sexual desire in which gratification is linked to an abnormal degree to a particular object, item of clothing or body part. Um, And the difference. So a kink is used to enhance an experience, Mm -hmm. whereas a fetish is integral for that person's arousal. And one thing that I saw, this was all on uh, lovely Google and definitely not Urban Dictionary, which uh, (laughs) avoided last time as well. (laughs) Um, I I found this sentence, which I thought was quite helpful, which was Mm -hmm. that if you take a person away from the experience, are you still aroused? Like, for example, if this uh gorgeous um beautiful amazonian glamour goddess was wearing the leather high boots uh Mm. and you were having a great time um that would be like a kinky time uh but then if you take uh the the lovely dom goddess away and you're still aroused by just the boots that makes the boots the fetish if that makes sense okay so that actually sounds like really because I, I think when we were talking about it before, I I was sort of um, kind of like, oh, so, so yeah, like fetish being the need and mm. Um, mm. kink being like the enhancement. But then actually interesting that it focuses actually a lot more on like a particular thing as well, mm. rather than a, a sort of experience. Yes, I suppose for like, so so for a foot fetish, for example, oh, you would have some, you would you would imagine the full body of the person, but in, in a kink situation, you would have the full body of the person and you like that too, and you're interested in that too, and the foot is an enhancement to your mm-hmm. pleasure, even though the foot is not an object, it's a part of that Yeah, person. it was a or body part. But for a yeah. foot fetish, you desperately need the foot. Yeah, yeah. Be, and you could actually ignore the rest of the person and you'd still get off. Yeah, I guess so. I guess Although, that's kind of I imagine... going, isn't it? There might yeah. be some like feet or feet of particular people that you like particularly. Sorry, I thought, I didn't know, <laughs> there was a bit of a pregnant pause there, and I thought, <laughs> um, so just some feet, um, just around the room, just feet, <laughs> just feet. like the Adams family, like yeah. the other, <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's that's really really interesting. I didn't, I don't think I'd, I'd really thought about that mm. at all. Um, yeah, and that's interesting. When was it? When wait? When did you learn that fetish and kink were different to today or when? 
like, yeah through this really- so like I was after like reading that I was trying to think like do I have anything that is like a fetish like mm-hmm. if I enter into a sexual dynamic with somebody is there anything that I like desperately need or I won't get off mm-hmm. uh and I think <laughs> no. <laughs> no, 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 I'll fucking wank to anything. It's fine. I'm, I'm, I'm easy breezy. <laughs> we we were definitely thinking about that as well. We were like, oh no, I think we totally misunderstood fetish, and we've got yeah. not, nothing that we can like. No. Say but um, but I definitely, I suppose, I suppose I have things that are maybe slightly on the the borderline between kink and fetish, in that I could probably do without them. But I would much rather mm. do that they were involved. I'd much yeah. rather, yeah. yeah. But anyway, so I suppose we'll we'll well, same. We'll I talk think. about that in the now. same category. Oh. Oh. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Well, in that case, d- should we should we start talking about what Let's our do that. possible not quite fetishes might be? <laughs> <laughs> I think. Um, uh, Raf, you in the last episode we did together, you called them your whatevers. Oh yeah, um, yeah. I thought yes. that was. I think maybe that's that's kink, and then your must-haves, I suppose, would be your your fetishes. Oh well, that was a little different. So my whatevers, I think, were the ones that were like, you know, we were doing colours. Oh we? yeah, we were red and yellow and mm, green. Yeah, and these were my like I called them my greys. Mm-hmm, <clears> so mm-hmm. then there were things that where yeah. I was like, um, you can carry on doing that, but it's not, and it's not going to take me out of the scene, but. I don't really care. Like, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll, I'll have, I'll like it. So this is actually, you've actually twigged into where my story is going to go. Oh, so, um, I'm the story is basically about a guy I saw while I was uh, at uh, learning to be an actor uh, um, uh, at Central, and um, basically. Um, there was a guy that I used to sneak into my uh, house where I lived with like three other women, and I just didn't really you know, it was a bit of an incognito thing. I didn't really want to involve them in my sex life that much. And I so I was sneaking in guys to my room and mm-hmm. having sex or not, depending on how much I liked them and how much they liked me, presumably, because um, it is all about me. <laughs> As the sub, it is all about me. So, you know, um, at least I appreciate that. Um, no, yeah, so... I got anyway. I had this I had uh, this guy over a few times. We had sex a few times, and um, even at the first time, actually, it very quickly became obvious that he liked feet, mm-hmm. and to the point where actually every time we met up, he would uh, ask if he could like suck on my toes mm-hmm. and lick my feet and um, kind of uh, like yeah, like help hold his feet. And he had to have like one of my feet like on his chest, and then the other one he would always be like doing stuff to with his mouth while mm-hmm. he fucked me and uh I didn't it was one of those things uh, initially like the first time I found it a bit distracting mm-hmm. I was kind of like this is kind of like also funny like almost almost a bit like <laughs> silly but like after that <laughs> I was kind of like actually it's kind of a nice sensation yeah it's not doing anything for me like it's not turning me off it's not turning mm-hmm. me on it's not doing anything the rest of the fact that he was good looking and fit and fucking me mm-hmm. and being quite like taking control of the situation enough uh, was enough to get me off. Mm-hmm. But so it was just the, the whole category of feet for me is in the gray zone of like, I don't, it doesn't, I don't mind, but it's not like green and it doesn't like make me go. Yeah. I'm having a great time. It just makes me go. <laughs> All right. You're doing that. Are you cool? I'll be yeah, over here yeah. thinking about your body or something. I don't know. Yeah. Um, so Yeah. That was just that's what yeah, but it's interesting because it was a I think it was a fetish for him, 
because yeah. every time we met he he did that and it was almost like he wouldn't consider sex without it but I didn't I couldn't presume that I have to that's that's an assumption because I've not I didn't have sex with him more than about three or four times so yeah I sure sure like assume that that was actually a fetish yeah. rather than a kink but I see it yeah, feels yeah. it felt like it was yeah it was just in the topic of like enjoying sex with people who do have fetishes when you don't have that fetish mm -hmm, that's kind mm -hmm. of where my story is is situated in this context. yes yeah and I suppose if, it, if it's a thing where like something like a foot fetish if you obviously don't have an, an an issue with your feet being touched which I know some people do um but like if yeah like you say if it's if it's a whatever a mm. gray then I suppose that can work quite well alongside each other because it can quite easily be incorporated into other types of sex and scenes and things yeah foot play and if it doesn't turn you off then I suppose there are other things I suppose like pony play and stuff where it's quite the the sort of dominant part of the scene so then it's like that would be a bit harder to kind of do if you're not both directly into it mm. that's interesting it's interesting yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, okay I, I was trying to think of things of bits yeah I, I actually find like well my nipples <clears throat> are very sensitive but my actual breasts are not mm. so that that's actually a similar thing it's not really a fetish or a kink necessarily but like um I find that people touching my breasts during sex I'm like or during the sexual stuff I'm like okay that's fine but mm. meh <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but then you get to nipple town and everything. Yeah, and then, <laughs> then I'm really into it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yes. We set up your camp here. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's like yep. a civilization or something. You have to like, I'm gonna choose this point of my camp. Yeah, my yeah, exactly. Like you spread down the hill a little yeah. bit, but like yeah. <laughs> Town the resources the are here. Yeah. Down here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> and the flag goes right here. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, so I suppose I I think my closest thing to a fetish is probably spanking and um being uh, res restrained. Mm. But it doesn't necessarily have to be through bondage, but just some way. So basically, so when I was um I sort of briefly dated this guy. Who lived in Soho, which is quite exciting in general. Um, yeah. And um, it was like a little flat, and you could hear all the Soho nightlife going yeah. on down below. Um, and that is very cool. It was, mm. it was very cool. And it was kind of a period of my life where I was like a bit, um, I was sort of feeling a, a bit mentally not great, but it was actually felt like this little haven of like just going to this little place in Soho and just do it. Anyway, <laughs> he was really cool. Um, and he gave me Burford Browns as a present, and I oh, love Burford Browns. Yes. A type of egg. They're so nice. Um, <laughs> type of egg? What? Yeah. yeah. I, I would like went on about Burford Browns. And then when we had a sort of like ending the relationship conversation, he gave me some Burford Browns and cryptic crosses. Oh, my present. Oh, oh, sorry, is that? I know. That's really sweet. I know. Anyway, he was great. Very anyway, cute. The, um, when we were, when we were doing um, sexual stuff, he worked out and I never told him, but he worked out that I liked being restrained. And he did this thing where he like, he was, he was like above me, but then he like wedged my legs open with his legs. Um, and then it was like, it was like wild. It was like, I'd be feeling like a bit turned on and then he did it. And then I'd be like gushing. Like, you know? <laughs> it was just like amazing. And I was like, cause, cause I like a couple of times with my ex-boyfriend, we'd like experimented with like restraining and, and bondage and like tied me up. So my legs were apart. Um, but actually having the sort of physicality of like the person mm. holding my legs apart was like the mm. physical dominance. Yeah. yeah. It was amazing. Mm. And that was like one of those feelings of like, oh wow, this really turns you. This is like, <laughs> this is like yeah. a definite yes. <laughs> yeah. Nice when you get that moment yes. of 
clarity of like, okay, all right, mm. we're going to remember this forever. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yes. Exactly. That's one. It was, that's it. It's an element, it's a moment of clarity, isn't it? And I suppose we're always learning things about ourselves sexually, or we always can learn more things about ourselves. And if you haven't done something, then you don't know that you need it or particularly respond to it. And again, obviously, I wouldn't say it's like fetish because I could have had sex and been aroused without that, but it made the experience. It's more kink, really. It enhanced the experience um, immensely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know what you mean. It's not a need, but it's like, it's such a, it's almost like a guarantee. You're like, yes, it's a guarantee. This is such That's a turn it. Yeah. On that I'm like, because I have the same mm-hmm. kink. So, like, if I like spanking and, and mm-hmm. restraint or bondage or physical dominance, those things really get me going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To the point where um, I could be, um, I once, <laughs> I was once in, um, I was staying over at my parents' house ugh, ages ago. <laughs> And um, this guy <laughs> did um, suspension bondage on me. Oh, wow. We oh, did it. Wow. it was so much fun. And uh, he had like hooks in his ceiling. He, had, he was like a woodworker. Like he, he made like things out of wood in his little workshop under, under, a, under a shop where he sold all the stuff that mm-hmm. he made um, somewhere in um, the neighboring town. And so because it was in the neighboring town, I had to borrow my parents' car to drive out. And they didn't know what I was doing. So it was like 11 p.m. And oh, I was gosh. like, I'm going out for a drive. And my dad was like, I think my dad was just like, he'd had a couple of drinks of wine or something. He was like, okay, whatever. Cool. And of course, the, from the moment I'd agreed to do this, to getting in the car, mm-hmm. to like, and literally I had a raging, raging hard on for like <laughs> the entire journey driving oh. this car there. I got there. Um, he was like, you know, saying hello. We were talking about like getting to know each other a little bit because um, we'd spoken online for a mm-hmm. while. Um, and then he took me downstairs to his workshop and he showed me all, like, all, all the sight of all the rope and like wow. the hooks and the ceiling and like everything. And he's like, oh, you can, and it was really warm. He had like a fireplace in oh, there, nice, which yeah. I thought was dangerous around all that much wood. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> there's about to be some more wood. Um, <laughs> I was going to say, which kind of wood? <laughs> anyway, he, 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 all those things of like, immediately Mm -hmm. hard immediately turned on every single thing was just like the horniest thing yeah 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 and yeah but all that kind of stuff uh, yeah it's the same for me as well like it's just a immediate yeah we're go state stations are go yeah 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 (laughs) but I think is that kink or fetish I think that's probably I know because I don't need it I I know actually like like you say Bambi I'll wank to anything (laughs) (laughs) it's um, the candy breezy baby yeah yeah but that's interesting actually (laughs) i'll wank to anything when i wank i nearly always either tie myself up or spank myself Uh, nearly always occasionally mm. i don't occasionally i don't if i'm like um (laughs) if my partner is asleep lying next to me and i'm really horny and i'm just like uh, uh, uh." (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah but if i'm on my own (laughs) that noise is everything (laughs) 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 Um, but the but yeah and I I think that was an interesting in my in my own journey of sexual discovery realizing that if I wanted to get turned on really quickly Mm. or if I wanted to get horny enough or aroused enough to orgasm um I could just um tie my legs apart or like spank myself with my hairbrush (laughs) and then I probably get horny enough to do it um yeah yeah. I mean that's all pretty hot like (laughs) (laughs) Like, so I'm sat here and I'm, I've spent this entire time thinking like, is there really anything that like, I, I can't live without? Mm. Um, I, oh, I don't know. I don't know. 
<laughs> this is like I'm having like an internal crisis right now. Uh, <laughs> I yeah, I'm <laughs> somewhere, somewhere, somewhere deep in this little brain of mine. I think the other thing at the moment is that like for the last six months or so, mm-hmm. I have been very much in my sort of. I mentioned in the last episode that mm-hmm. I have a switch. Um, mm-hmm. So for the last six months or so, my uh, partner and I have had me being the top me being the dom right. and mm-hmm. like um when I am in that space it's less about uh like my arousal and my needs and more about like keeping them safe and doing the mm-hmm. things and like mm-hmm. organizing uh where our needs meet mm-hmm. in the middle I guess um mm-hmm. so yeah I don't know I maybe I need to have a reset and go back into sub mode and be like right what is the thing that I need right now is it all of the tentacle porn. I did yeah, I did I did enjoy that. That Yeah, my honesty welcome. That was the best. Yeah, I, yeah. That is, I used to read um did I tell you about this the last time you mentioned it? There's a comic I used to read that is about someone who's wildly into tentacle porn or something like that. And it's about like Someone, I do, I'll, I'll look it up and send it to you and I'll put it in the I show I can't notes. believe you didn't. It's no, been, I like, know. I can't believe I didn't mention it either. I'm so sorry. I've recorded. Wow. <laughs> I was so wildly into that comic when oh I was at uni because I used to like the idea of tentacles as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, so but it's been a while. I need to. Ch- I need to have a look. I'll find it. I'll find it. Yeah, I'm putting the show so notes. To do list. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Yes. That sounds amazing. <laughs> but I have to say, I don't think it's essential to have like, I, I feel I feel like you know let's not put too much pressure on ourselves to have it. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. it's okay it's okay to not have one it's probably easier if you don't have one yeah. so <laughs> it's great to have one it's okay not to have yes, one like, Yes. I think what I'm worrying about right now mm-hmm. as you're talking about it is I'm worrying if my fetishes also cross over with some of my hard limits. Uh, like we mentioned mm-hmm. last time, a hard limit is something that you like do not want to engage yeah. in uh, for like mental health reasons or you just like it really just wigs you out. For mm-hmm. me, like the two big ones are uh, penetrative anal sex yeah. and um, and having my feet touched yeah um there was like one occasion for both of those things that I have had uh and just been like this is the hottest fucking thing ever like what the fuck is wrong with me why have I decided not to put this on my menu wow um on my sexy playtime menu and that's interesting Mm. but I suppose with with like I mean and and obviously with stuff like that you have to be so careful but like I I didn't do I, I would just absolutely refuse to do penetrative anal sex for a long time and then I and I did it for the first time with my partner now and um and it was like in a moment I've mean, talked about it in episode a is for anal actually but in the, <laughs> it was like a moment of like deep trust and it was that thing of like I I feel in a space now where I can explore this with you and it was amazing and I and I enjoy it now but it definitely well a it's not a thing I can do like with any kind of regularity it's an every now and then thing and b i definitely couldn't have done it like with anybody else at any other time i don't mm. think so i suppose those things that can feel amazing but you, you shouldn't force yourself to do them like you can do them when you're ready no not yeah. at all like. I, I i find um anal sex is something obviously i love it yeah yeah um, but i i find i it's not the kind of thing that i've like 
would ever want to do like that. Like I, I don't want to do that every day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, it's like you know, there are other things to do. I've got, <laughs> I've got. I'm sorry, I've got, I've got a list. I'm sorry. They're on the menu. Like watching the same film again and again. You don't want to do that. You want to do other things. Yeah, yeah, But it's nice to come back to. Nice to come back to. Yeah, exactly. Or it's like, or actually, there's like, there's some films. It's a good analogy. So some films that like really hard work to watch mm. but it's like an amazing experience to do it so like when you feel in the right zone you can watch it and it's like whoa but then most of the time you can't really need to like emotionally build yourself up to watch the yeah. film you need yeah. to clean exactly areas to watch the yeah. film I don't know where <laughs> I was going with that prepare your areas prepare your areas <laughs> <laughs> put a blanket on the couch yeah. I kind of like... I think this is um, a hashtag for today isn't it hashtag prepare your prepare areas, your areas. <laughs> <laughs> excellent I love that <laughs> are we feeling about ready to watch the film I think we, we are feeling yeah. about ready to watch the film let's uh, prepare our areas for, let's prepare our areas. Areas. for said oh. film for now, is, now is the time so we've watched secretary yay yay Yay. (laughs) so how are we feeling i'm glad i watched that (laughs) me too um that feels like um it wasn't on my list of things just because i think i was dimly only very dimly aware of it existing Mm -hmm. before um but i am glad that i've i've ticked it off of the list as as soon as it arrived on it (laughs) um Wait, um, so you've so you've never you've never ever seen it before? No, no, no. Okay, no. had you seen it before, Bambi? I didn't want to tell you, but yeah, like... I know. I <laughs> you might have. I... <laughs> Don't this worry. Was my, this was my third watching of it, though, oh, wow. um, and oh, really? I, have, I have an interesting relationship with it. Um, okay, but yeah, I would. I will. I'll carry on with that after. <laughs> No, well, I know I'm saying your thoughts and things. No, wait, wait, no. I want to hear your (laughs) veteran watcher of it. So, if we did it the other way around, then Bambi would influence what we're about to say. Okay, so actually, maybe you should go first because you probably have the least least interaction with it. Okay, cool. (laughs) Um, So, I had some early trouble with it. So, obviously, it's set in 2002. So, Mm -hmm. I have to kind of slightly place it in. 20 years ago times uh which i have i'm a bit practically the 90 years ago it's practically um there were some things that i found funny like as you go through the film like the first thing doesn't the wife i think or his ex-wife or something shouts at him like submissive or something like that in the office quite early on to her she, yeah she yeah. says it to her, yeah she's yeah. submissive yeah submissive almost like it was a dirty word yeah um i thought it was hilarious i, I thought it was sort of like oh he's got a submissive like yeah, i thought yeah, it was yeah, kind of yeah, like yeah. yeah and yeah yeah um and anyway there were lots of little kind of um you could see that the people who had set the film up put lots of little almost allegories into it mm-hmm. um like the humane mouse traps were an example oh, yeah. of that where it was like yeah know, that was it's, yeah it's nice so yeah. the mouse is not going to suffer we're going to make sure that you know yeah he's taken care looking of looking after and, it and it's, yeah, yeah exactly there was a lot I of that was kind cute of yeah mm-hmm. anyway um i just thought that the, my main problem with it was how rapidly it went from this is an office relationship where the boss is a bit of a dick to uh reading the letter reading the letter on his desk bent over and suddenly mm-hmm. there's stuff and then there's another consent moment later 
um with like with her pulling her skirt down and and he gets himself off but doesn't she doesn't I mean that's a, that's an uncomfortable scene I feel like that's meant to yeah. be uncomfortable I don't yeah well it is meant to yeah be, yes but the, I, I think that's the one that's meant to be I think yeah the one that I had a problem with in the film generally yeah. is that first one mm-hmm. um which you know uh, I, I just, I, I just, I felt that was a, too much of a jump. It was, mm-hmm. it was he, like he'd assumed quite a lot of things, mm-hmm. and I would have just liked more of a conversation of uh, of that going into that. Like we're in a workplace, um, it's my company. Um, if you want to do this, there's some stuff that we should talk about. But also forgetting that bit, and let's pretend that we're still in the romantic movie world. There's still a, uh, there's still a switch. It, forgive the pun from. Um, <laughs> into like moving into a, a, a relationship yeah. like that yeah it was just like you're you you work for him and he's doing these things to you and yes maybe that turns you on but and you but from your perspective sir how do you like suddenly make the leap to like spanking her mm-hmm. without ever talking about it mm-hmm. it just felt really jarring mm-hmm. to me anyway i didn't like that <laughs> but the film overall I thought it had lots of uh, there were things I mean we'll talk about it I'll come back to yeah, this, yeah. but given that I'm sort of just going first yeah 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 yeah. Um, first initial thoughts first initial yeah. thoughts <laughs> okay so uh, <laughs> moving on to me yes. as the person with the second most slash least um, experience <laughs> yes, of this film indeed. okay so obviously, this film has a special place in my heart given that when I was young and discovering who I was sexually and realizing that I liked spanking and then being like, I cannot find anything that like I can watch and get off to and then discovering secretary and just watching. There's like there are probably several montages now on YouTube Mm. of like all of the sort of specifically fetishy kinky scenes in it. So I think it's like the bit where she's walking along with like the yoke at the beginning um, and like, Picking very elegantly, very elegant, picking up bits mm. of paper. Very elegant, stirring the coffee. Yes, <laughs> like, yes, know, exactly. yeah. like, it's incredible. Well, I have to say, stirring the coffee not enough. Yeah, yeah. It's like <laughs> so she puts coffee. three sugars in the coffee and then, <laughs> and then goes, just... Whoop, and then it's done. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, look, she is wearing a yoke. Like, give her. I know something. that. I know that. I know <laughs> that. that. That'd be like, okay, you're going to be, that's three spanks for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, not good Insufficiently enough. dissolved yeah. sugar. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so that scene, and then obviously the first spanking scene, the one that you have the, the issue with. Yes. Um, and then a couple of other scenes. But like, I watched that scene, that that video again and again and again, because it was just, it was so validating. Mm. It was so sexy. It was so like, it was like incredibly liberating to know that there was something in like an actual film, like not even a porn film, like a like mainstream film. Um, exploring that and I think it's interesting actually watching the film all together and actually knowing what happens in between those films yeah, I'm sure <laughs> and I think <laughs> I think it's like it's it's just it's interesting because I, I I kind of I don't know I don't know like I enjoyed it and I'm really glad I watched it but I think it maybe wasn't quite the film I expected mm. I think the things I did try I did try to watch it a couple of years ago and I think I was I was surprised by at the beginning it focuses on her like self-harming mm. and I think I'll be interested to know your thoughts on this as well, actually, Bambi, but like how the kind of the link with self-harm and kink. Um, yes. And the I suggestion- think that was nearly, that was a behind the scenes that we did last year. We had a very in-depth conversation about like that parallel. Yes. That, you know, I, I thought would be appropriate to bring back, obviously, for this when the yeah. topic is staring us in the face. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. Actually, I think we might have even, we might have edited that out in the, in case for kink just because it didn't seem quite relevant to the conversation we had then so now is the time to have this now conversation probably yes yeah, yeah. um well i wrote that down too i've literally put linking self-harm to kink full stop not necessary 
as in it's not always it, it just felt like it was making an because ex- people are going to watch the film from my perspective it was just a case of mm-hmm. here we are we've got a load of people who are new to the kink scene who don't understand kink or this is their mm-hmm. first kind of understanding of what all of that means and they're the first thing they're going to take away is well she was she's just come out of an institution to take to deal with the fact that she's been self-harming mm-hmm. and therefore she's going to go into the kink scene I thought that was a bit damaging actually mm-hmm. if I'm mm-hmm. honest um I think it's I think it is certainly it's obvious that people will a percentage of the whole population has their variety of mental health issues yeah and sometimes those people will get into kink and sometimes they won't mm-hmm. um but just I think that films have a responsibility and I feel like it kind of abused that responsibility slightly in that film by doing that yeah I don't know I, I still I don't know I feel like I don't, really don't know enough about it so, and also I'm kind of wondering because it seems so specific I'm like is this is this based on someone's very personal experience in which case I feel like that's okay everyone's experience is relevant or is it not I know yeah in which case is it making an assumption mm-hmm. so it is actually based on a book by Mary Gatskill I think her name is yes. I think I'm pronouncing yeah, yeah. it right because uh, I'm a massive nerd with uh, a praise kink, um, oh, yeah. I went and read the short story that it is based on. Oh, last well night. done! Uh, I had I had ordered the book when I first watched the movie because I was like, oh, I wonder how what this mm-hmm. is like. the The book is like a collection of short stories that all sew into each other. But I only had time last night to obviously read the one that is labeled Secretary. Yeah. In that, there is no mention of self-harm oh interesting it ends after the um masturbation over her back scene and Mm -hmm. she leaves the office and is traumatized by that and doesn't come back is phoned by a um spoiler alert uh phoned by a reporter who wants to uh James Spader's character is mm-hmm. running for office and this reporter has asked if she has any like um information that could yeah, yeah. be like damaging to his career yeah. and that's yeah. when the short story ends oh my um, god so there's like yeah. nothing about their romantic relationship in it he is sort of perceived as being quite like a um they a lot of detail on like a, like a short clammy man and stuff and the the dialogue is taken straight from it right yeah yeah but there's nothing about her journey i mean there may have been earlier on in the book but i was sure really but not in that. that particular point <laughs> sure. yeah. that's, that's homework for all of us mm, for everyone yeah, read, yeah. read the whole collection <laughs> yeah um that's interesting so which one do you think gives a well a better representation of i think the I think the movie, obviously, the short story, yeah. uh, it um, maybe about like six pages long. Oh, no right. mention really of short, it yeah. being, no mention of it being like consensual. She, mm-hmm. she, the way I was reading it was she's very, she's a lot stronger than mm-hmm. Ma- uh, Maggie Gyllenhaal's character is so naive and like I get the impression she's, she's quite young and you know that's always uh, an interesting thing for this man of power yeah. to. Uh, you know yeah you know, I'll let you finish that thread of, of brainwaves yeah. there um yeah. but yeah at least in the film you have her in a monologue of her yes. actively wanting and actively yeah. wanting to participate in this whereas in the, the short story there was no hint of that right okay. to the point that it had given her trauma like that was yeah, yeah, a very yeah. different way to go that's very interesting so I suppose because because I, I feel like 
the film and Maggie Gyllenhaal do a very good job of showing that she's really into it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, but I think it's interesting that I think that, I think there are points of like, Im- like implicit consent where she's like very obviously showing that she wants something, but you know, like repeatedly making mistakes or yeah. like, you know, things, there are things where she's like signaling that she wants to engage in, in it. But I do agree with you, Raphael. And I was really sad. Like, I love that spanking scene so much. But I do agree that there was not a, a good enough conversation no. beforehand. No. And I think it's because there was no conversation. There was no conversation. And also, I think the thing is as well, because I, I, I um, like this, the, um, the, the whole concept yeah. of, of that power play of like a powerful boss, a secretary in her like, you know, nice silk shirts and tight skirt and stuff is a very sexy role play scene mm. but then i can't get away from the fact she is his actual secretary yes. in an actual job yes, exactly. and it is the actual blurring lines of your real life job and a sexy role play scene yeah <laughs> which is like <laughs> i mean i completely agree i was watching it and thinking like the same thing like this is <laughs> there are other people working in this building yes like they they can't consent to your nonsense like yeah. <laughs> like crawling around <laughs> I know really do they not see that like what's it? must have been after hours that or something like yeah, well, I mean, even, hours, yeah so the scene where she's having a wank in the toilet cubicle <laughs> and then you've got the other yeah. paralegal just sat on the toilet just like looking to the wall like to be fair she like just wants to go on with her day like just doing her job <laughs> just trying to be a professional paralegal just also, how- <laughs> How kinky is that office just generally? Like the it's all in like bright colours. It's got like weird gates. Yeah, I know. It's a very it. kinky it's office. It's a kinky office, isn't it? Yeah, I know. It's a, yeah. it's a well-chosen location. It's a very well-chosen location. <laughs> um, okay, I kind of wanted to go through the the sort of specific bits that I identified as being potentially fetish related. Mm. Um, so obviously there's the opening scene with the yoke, which I love. Mm-hmm. Great. Um, the but Okay, I suppose what I want to focus on, what I think is interesting is a lot of it was non- penetrative sex yeah. it was not penetrative sex and I thought that was cool to explore that and to show that someone that you can have like a very fulfilling um erotic relationship and romantic relationship without sex mm-hmm. and I thought it was interesting actually it shows at the very end in their honeymoon that they do seem to be having penetrative sex then um against mm. the tree and she's tied hands are tied to the tree and they're having sex and I was actually kind of surprised because I sort of felt like their relationship wouldn't involve that mm. um but I just, anyway, up until that point, I thought it was interesting. I thought it was interesting that as unprofessional as it was, um, <laughs> it felt, it seemed to feel, uh, certainly from her perspective, as safer and more consensual than when she has penetrative sex with her boyfriend, um, yes. which I think is actually a very horrible, a very uncomfortable scene because it's that very much that line of like, it's not, uh, it's not technically rape because she didn't say no but she obviously didn't She's want to do it. She's extremely clearly not into it. Yeah. And I've got a note written down here that says, her vanilla boyfriend comes with her deadpan. Yeah, oh my God, um, yeah. Or something like that. She sort of does like a kind oh, of... Oh, and he's like, oh, I find that so hilarious for him to just like, because <laughs> the, <laughs> the camera angle... <laughs> let me paint you a picture here. The camera <laughs> angle is Hi. from behind him. And his little hand is just quivering. And I'm like, is the other hand mimicking it? And he's just like sort of planking on her. And yeah. just like 
not even penetrating like he's just, oh yeah maybe, that, maybe. i can't i can't take that bit seriously just <laughs> not like... thinking of him just hovering but yeah. um what is going that on is <laughs> making light of a very particular moment i think that to bring back to everyone in this fucking movie is terrible with their communication skills i think yes. we can agree with that yes, <laughs> yes. um yeah. to to just before they have vanilla sex um um lee and peter uh she offers up her ass to him with only the words don't be afraid yes yeah. like, what? Yeah. please can you yeah. spank me she just yeah. says to me but like is that like rimming is that he's yeah. and then he what gets the condom, yeah. he gets the condom he's like oh you want me to fuck you from behind because yeah. that's what his his um vanilla sex based brain yeah. is thinking and like yeah, yeah. yeah that is, that's actually such yeah. a good point it's, it's and this film is, <laughs> moment is hilarious it's true this film is not a um it's, it's not an advertisement it's, for it's communication, not an advertisement for communication. No. don't use this film ah, to teach no. you communication but actually but, i yeah sorry carry on <laughs> I was gonna say, so like when I initially watched it for the first time as like a, a, a little baby kinkster who hadn't even had her first dominant partner yet, like the unspoken chemistry that her and uh, Edward E. Gray have, that's what drew me to it. Mm-hmm. Like the they may not have had <laughs> the explicit sit down, red light, yellow light, green light yeah, conversation. Yeah. But like, there's that moment where he's just finished spanking her, and her pinky just like raises his hand, and it's like that yes. connection. Oh, it's so yeah. powerful! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's true. I think that's the thing. Like right from the beginning, right from the interview, there is an unspoken chemistry. Yeah. There is there is a chemistry, and I I think that I use that to excuse it in my head, even though mm. even though that's not how you. Should. That's mm. not how you should conduct that kind of relationship. No, but I'm still kind of like, okay, right from this moment, they're like into each other. Yeah. But mm. um, but I think that's and then again, that is why like when he um uh wanks over her, does he actually do it over her or just into his trousers? Just, and his trousers, no, no he, we just over mm-hmm, down it, onto the floor, isn't it? Like no, it's on her back. Like as she walks away, she has a she has his cum like oh. stuck to her shirt. Because I, I remember watching it when the first time I watched it um, uh-huh. and you didn't see it. I was like, oh, they're like, you know, she's just going to walk away and her clothes are going to end then like because they didn't use like prop jizz or whatever. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but then as she yeah. turns, you see the dark blue of where uh, and she even uh, like wipes really, it. I that. Did not yeah. She that. lovingly wipes it off in the bathroom and is like, "Oh, Edward, like, thank you for this gift of your orgasm." Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. and then has her own wank in the bathroom, and that's when she has the wank. Yeah, because of that scene. Because I felt like that scene was really um, uncomfortable because yeah. he wasn't connecting with her in any way. Mm. Whereas before, with like the spanking and everything, and and you know the punishments and whatever, it was mm. all like it was either very verbally connecting or physically connecting yeah. but yeah. with this he was he was distanced from her he was yes. looking at her and she couldn't see and then it, it felt really um like she was used but then mm. I think I suppose when she sees the cum which I t- didn't really pick up on, but actually when she sees the cum maybe that's her feeling like oh you have left me with something therefore mm. now I'm okay with it and I'm turned on <laughs> I don't know and other other things that that felt like so there was obviously the pony play Mm-hmm. which I like there's like lots of like a sort of montage of 
little things yes, that they, they're the doing together. Montage is so yeah, good. which I really like. Mm. And then there's the um when he puts the carrot in her mouth. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she has the best teeth. Can we just for a second? I just oh love God. her teeth. That's so a really good point. I know, I know. Great teeth, Maggie. She's got good, like, pony carrot teeth. Like that. Yes, she's <laughs> perfect. She's such perfect casting. My goodness. Maggie, um, if you're Maggie listening, good... I need your orthodontist. Please. Yes, yes. Yeah. Maggie's actually a good name for a horse, isn't it? Like... Maggie, yeah. <laughs> oh, Maggie. Yeah. Come on, Maggie. Maggie. <laughs> um, although she's not called Maggie in the film, she's called Lee, which well, I, she is called I don't Lee, Lee's yeah. She's good. called Maggie. <laughs> um, and then the bit where he's calling her up and telling her what she can eat um, oh yes which i think is really sexy do you yeah i just say fuck off <laughs> <laughs> so like that for me i was yeah. really hoping that you would bring that up uh-huh. that for me is the thing that has like tattooed itself in my fucking brain yeah for the last like 10 years however long it's oh, been wow, since yeah. i watched it that for me was so powerful uh-huh. like having somebody have that much control mm-hmm. over you was kind of like that was I want somebody who cares about me enough to tell me what to eat and like yeah, yeah. that was yeah and the fact like the fact that it's like you can have just this amount and just this amount and mm-hmm. then like you can have all the ice cream you want because yeah. you've been he's so whenever he yeah. Sorry, I'm so like frantically in love with so much of this movie. Yeah. Um, that my train of thought, I'm not articulating very well. <laughs> no, no, I'm a little rabbit here. <laughs> he, um, <laughs> he's so good at, he's such a caregiver. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a soft dom. Uh, <laughs> is what the is what the TikTok kids would be calling it right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he he tells her like after they've had a scene, he's like you go walk home have a um yeah. go walk home let you feel the grass between your feet like mm-hmm. go and have have dinner and have all the ice cream you can eat and mm-hmm. he's like it's just so yeah so mm-hmm. caring in in the like reward yourself I think again that ties in with the he is aware of her uh of her past with the mm-hmm. the trauma and the the mm-hmm. self-harming and stuff and I guess this is him wanting to show that she is cared for and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. loved and stuff yeah yeah and the fact he he genuinely <laughs> does in in the film and in the story he genuinely does help her through that like he gives her coping strategies and yes mechanisms and i think then when he because i think this is an interesting thing to explore as well and it's really difficult to watch is when he starts going oh i don't know what's wrong with me i'm disgusting we mm-hmm. need to end this that's sad because he seems to be feeling the shame himself like in a shame about having these desires Mm. but then also he has essentially made her reliant on him so he's ending something someone who who has had a lot of trauma and then who he has then helped her with that and then pulls the but then pulls it away Mm. but then she obviously then has the sort of guts you know the the drive to then go and sort it out herself but like (laughs) by sitting for three days but wow. that's still to get his attention like it's it, I'm again I'm very glad this is all in my notes as well um <laughs> thank you for coming to my solo TED talk about why this movie is both brilliant and awful brilliant um, yes. I love it <laughs> the so the scene where mm. I think her oh, forgive me if this is her father has just checked himself into uh, into hospital. I was about to say a hotel. That's a different story. It's a different um, yes. Uh, her father, yeah, he's he's really struggling, and that is, I think, the main trigger for her trauma. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. She goes to his house. 
she's mm-hmm. so desperate for yeah. him as a source of relief that she goes yeah. to his house mm-hmm. uh and you know which you know i'm very annoyed at any movie that you know makes a working relationship i'm allowed to look at human resources and know where your address is like that's fine it's romantic yeah, exactly. that she i know, know yeah, where yeah. your <laughs> that aside yeah he then just leaves her yeah. like as like even as you know he said as a boss previously that like um he wants her to be able to talk about her issues mm-hmm. um and yet the moment she comes to him yeah. visibly distraught he's like oh well i'm just on the treadmill i'm gonna shut the door and i'll see you tomorrow like yeah, yeah. like yeah yeah exactly and that is literally no her doing bring going to him to talk about her issues yeah yeah yeah, Yeah. or like seeking the seeking the healing that his uh conditioning Mm -hmm. has brought like she obviously um i think there's a the line that he uses about you like bringing the pain to the surface and like watching it heal kind of thing like Mm -hmm. she i i'm i'm assuming as (laughs) the the film degree that i do not have um (laughs) Like she now has then been given permission to associate the spanking and the kink mm-hmm. with her own source of healing, mm-hmm. which is not very healthy, especially mm-hmm. when as proven, it can't be available when you desperately yeah. need it. And then yeah. what do you do in that yeah. moment? You know? Yeah. Yeah. No, exactly. Exactly. And and then going back to something caregiver actually, he leaves she tried she on her wedding she's gonna get married to her boyfriend and then she's trying on the dress and then she's like no I can't do this and runs back to the office and then he's like put your hands on the table and stay there till I get back then leaves for three days Mm. and then she's literally stays there and she's obviously wet herself and everything and people are trying to like literally feed her like like and all convince her to not Stay to there. get up someone yeah. comes with like a book on feminism yeah 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 funny. <laughs> who is that bitch <laughs> I know, so who is that? you clearly don't understand who is to be yeah. a powerful woman or yeah, something exactly. like that okay um and on, but I mean thank goodness people do come because you can't not drink for three no, days no. like she's mm. gonna, so um you can see he's keeping an eye on it so he obviously doesn't know what's going on and then he comes and gets her and then he takes her back to his flat and then he gives her a bath and washes her hair. And that's actually a very beautiful scene. And I, I feel like three days is a bit long. <laughs> yes. To leave someone. Mm-hmm. But I do think that the, that the sort of reward scene afterwards and him kind of accepting, okay, we're going to be in a relationship is very beautiful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, I was, noted yeah. that scene down, the, mm-hmm. um, the bathing scene. It's very much the Dom worshipping the sub dynamic. Yeah. Of yeah. Actually, she's getting everything that she needs now mm-hmm, um, yeah. I do agree that it is such a shame that it comes after a such a drawn out like trial period of yeah like, okay can you stay there for three days because yeah. I might have to go to Mallorca and leave you with my wife and <laughs> yeah, see I mean, what happens to be fair yeah maybe like, can you? <laughs> I've got like a busy job just, bye like, <laughs> what a day maybe a day I don't know yeah. like, three days is just a day is all right oh maybe, gosh but... Yeah. my my small baby kink brain when I first mm-hmm. watched that was like wow this is such a powerful declaration of love that yeah. she's willing to sit there yeah. um to the point that she like smacks Peter across the face yeah. like she aggressively is like don't you fucking touch yeah. me so like he shouldn't have tried to no I know that's no, no, true no. yeah I know that was that. So, yeah um 
uh i've lost my train of thought because i was mad at peter um but yeah like um as a uh you know as someone who is a a dom a pro dom um you never leave somebody you make them think that you've left but you never actually leave like Mm. she was in a position where you know if she had hurt herself she wasn't actually like tied up or anything so she could have sought uh, medical help but Mm -hmm. like in a an actual kink play scene Mm -hmm. like don't fucking leave yeah what don't yeah. do it because <laughs> yeah. there's the bit where he goes outside he calls up peter and says your girlfriend's here at house, yeah. at, you're at my house or my office or whatever he comes around he tries to take her away from the table she like screams and mm. slaps him and runs back to the chair and goes back to the table and he's watching this all from outside so i was like right okay she's proven her commitment He's going to come in now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And no, two more more days. He runs off somewhere. I know. Yeah, so I mean, that's, I think, thank you, Bambi, for pointing out that's an important thing as a dog. Mm. Please don't leave leave them. But um, yeah, wow. Um, Just in terms of like a couple of relatable scenes, when he does kind of break up with her essentially, and she's trying to then like recreate the feelings she had with him. And she's like trying to, she's spanking oh. herself with her hairbrush, which is what I yeah. do. <laughs> I was like, that's so relatable. <laughs> and then she, um, uh, yeah, also the bit with um, Peter where she literally like lies over him and presents her bottom. And, um, and, and again, like you say, bad communication. That's definitely the sort of thing I did as, mm. as, a, as a, a young sexual person who didn't know how to communicate. I'd sort of be like, if I just kind of like, make my bottom obvious enough maybe you'll just know that you and um and then there's a bit where she she like advertises for a dom um and there's like a little montage of scenes yes, yes, yes. Yeah. with like yeah. the wrong dom yes. oh, sorry, carry on, carry on, oh my god yeah, sorry yeah. um uh just just the series of people that she then sort of goes with and one of them my favorite one of that whole set is throw tomatoes at me while tied to the stove <laughs> which is Amazing! It's amazing. That's what I want you to do. I don't need anything else. Just please throw tomatoes yeah. at me while I'm tied to the stove. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. And and I actually I got kind of, <laughs> dangerous, but I I love I love that scene as well because I think it showed again showed um more of a variety yes. of kinks and fetishes and also showed that um just because someone is kinky they're not necessarily going to be right for each other mm-hmm. because yes. there's such a kind of fine she like, there's so many different variations and the thing about her and james spader's character e edward gray is that they like mesh like their their kinks and personalities and everything mm. and they're attracted to each other yeah while we're on that um so um how desperate are you to know what the first e stands for i'm so desperate to know oh yeah e edward gray e edward gray what's the e oh I was. I had so I, many thoughts, but anyway, I don't know. I've got and of Google course, it's called Grey, isn't it? To the so chat. I kind of want to. Yeah. No. This is. Oh God! This is so embarrassing. One of my first Tinder bios was, yeah. um, "Give me Edward Grey over Christian Grey any day," <laughs> and it was kind of. <laughs> I love that. kind of my like. Are you in the know? Are you actually? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Or are you, Do you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> you, you get it, and then like not one, not one, but like who? Really? No. Really? Yeah, I didn't have anybody be like, ah, oh, secretary. Get it. I know. That's, I'm surprised. I hope that some of them did, but just didn't say it off the bottom. Maybe mention. just didn't. Like, I hope I, so I did, in the last episode, I t- told you about the Tinder profile of the, the torso of the man holding the crop. Um, that same person I was in a dynamic with, um, yeah. I sent him a photo of me recreating the movie poster. You know how she's bent over yes, on her yeah, ankle yeah. across. 
I had my housemate like get the angle right and everything on my little phone oh, camera. Amazing. But fuck me, that's so hard to hold, like being completely yes. bent. Down. Oh my god, yes. with your legs in that position as well. Wow. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's impressive though. I'm actually almost thinking we should have that for the cover up for this episode. Oh, god. <laughs> all, of, all of us okay. with a fish. <laughs> yeah. We could do like a funny, yeah. a funny anyway. We could do that. We'll work and, and then yeah. I've got um, just as a, a funny note while we were watching the film, I have, mm-hmm. to, I have to say because we were speaking about the, where she's got her pants down because you know he he comes just well, just before he comes over. Yeah. I think he's he's asking, he's, "I'm going to take your no, you, no, not I'm going to you you pull your your pants." What did she say? Like, what I can't remember what she's wearing now, but underwear and stockings. Yeah, 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 down. yeah. Um, and um. That's the moment that my husband, who has not been watching the film with us, walks in on the film for the first time, <laughs> which I thought was amazing. Just Just like, yeah, nice. Like, what? And I, think, I do remember him like looking over and going, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he made, he made a great sound. He yeah. was all like, oh. he, he was like, huh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what this film's about. Huh. Yeah. Um, and anyway, so, and also while she was, um, uh, I think away from him or separated mm-hmm, from mm-hmm. him. She was listening to like an audio tape of how to come out, or was it an audio tape or yes. was it a, a video? Yes. How to come out as dominant submissive. Yes. And she's kind of listening to like yeah. some advice about it. I, think uh-huh. that was quite I like that. I thought yeah. that was interesting. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. No, that I'll was that was her like video. burger and fries in the diner. Like, yes, I love that. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 listen, yeah. yeah, just listening to like a Walkman or something. Yeah. It? yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. Um, also, I loved how her she always wore like she wore quite sexy secretary outfits, but her um her underwear was like like big white underwear yes. that always had the label in. You can always see the label. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I loved that. I thought that was so realistic. It's just so relatable. It's just so like good. I just know. wearing my big my big white pants yes. with the label. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I also just like the the last thing I want to say was um when they first start their relationship, their kind of thing of like um how to show that you want punished and how to get punished is making mistakes in typing Mm -hmm. but then when he stops doing that she sends him the worm like the dead worm and then once they actually get together properly and get married and everything just the last scene is like him going off to work and then she puts a dead cockroach on the bed and I quite like that it was showing this was now kind of like their language yeah I mean sad for the insects but well, like, yes. <laughs> this was now their language of like the, the how do you get punished with it all those years yeah exactly yeah they lovingly <laughs> let the mice go and just yeah, yeah. murder insects <laughs> anyway I just thought that was quite I was like I thought it was nice to show a way of how they communicate that yeah. they want punished or she wants punished or whatever yeah, yeah. yeah. Can I can I finish with a couple of communication points and then I've got mm. no more points after this as well. <laughs> and then it's all over to our third panelist mm. uh, for so for the wrap up. But yes. Yeah. Um, uh, the, the, first of all, just the cringe of the two thousands uh, America. The, the I want to make love <laughs> was one of the things that they said. Want to make love? Yeah. That's the, what how she wanted to be. Like, oh, well, I literally had to stop myself from kind of throwing up a little bit over the side of the sofa. It was a little <laughs> bit much for me. Um, Wait, who said that? The Peter. I think she does. Oh, she no, says I think that. She okay, goes yeah. To him, to Peter. Oh right. Yeah. Oh right. Okay. I'm um, trying to get him to sort of have sex with her uh-huh. like that, and he's just like, I want to make love. Yeah. Um, gross. And then. Um, <laughs> <laughs> make love. Make love. Oh, I no, I would never say that out loud. Uh, not, not, not ironically. Um, and then the other thing. So um, after the bath scene, mm-hmm. um, she she they're obviously they're getting to be more domestic, and she's like doing his tie up and stuff like that um, for him because mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. like it's wonky or something mm-hmm. like that. She's like neatening up for him. I thought that was really That's sweet. That's sweet. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I yeah. like the way that it transitioned into. There's a line about how she's kind of like it's it's a monologue in a monologue kind of mm-hmm. line, and she says about how because I think he asked her how could we keep this up 24 hours. I don't want yeah, yeah. to do that. 
and she's like why not you know why can't mm-hmm. we and they do it and of course um she sort of she mentions the transition from yeah and how it blends, it blends into their into everyday, life. everyday life exactly mm-hmm. yes yeah, and I thought like that was really any interesting. other couple any other couple. yeah that's yes, it yeah exactly. no I yes. like that that was it Bambi hello Hello. Hello. Oh, wow. We're going to get into it now. <laughs> I have a couple. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I've mentioned like the unspoken chemistry and how that mm-hmm. initially drew me to mm-hmm. the movie. And that, so that, <laughs> this is what happened for me. I remembered mm-hmm. like the, 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 her little finger touching his hand, mm-hmm. the, like the emotional declaration of love um the the just the undeniable chemistry that they have mm-hmm. um and i uh last last year whenever it was was like a uh, boyfriend of mine we are going to watch a film over over zoom because times do not allow me to be in your house right yeah. now mm-hmm. um so we watched it and like i had his little picture at his his webcam mm-hmm. in the corner and i was just watching it and like all of the other stuff my list of reasons why this is not a good (laughs) representation movie is longer than the reasons that I loved the movie in the first place and I remember us having this conversation afterwards and he was like yeah I don't I don't know what why did we watch (laughs) and I was just like yeah I know like little baby Bambi Mm -hmm. who was desperate for it was it was his um James Spader's caregiver side was like the first time I'd been introduced to that side of a dominant persona Mm -hmm. somebody who like you know wants to um lack of a better term but like fix and help and like Mm -hmm. you know use kink to build you up um I'm lucky to be in a relationship like that now Mm -hmm. um where you know I have certain tasks to do before Mm -hmm. the end of the day and stuff in order to like you know just like it's not even kinky things like I have to have proof of this is a thing that I've done today yeah just small small nice things like that however all right, we're gonna get. I'm gonna get into it. Gonna get yeah, into it. Yeah, I'll, start... <laughs> I'll start at the bottom because that I don't know why. Because that's typically where I start. So. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> so every scene they engage in has no aftercare at all. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like it's mm-hmm. part of their dynamic that he just like uses her mm-hmm. and then she has to go back to work and carry on. Mm-hmm. Um, and like the only time that there is any sense of aftercare is the bath scene, yeah. which is yeah. so blissful and such a contrast. Mm-hmm. I think because of that, because it's like, here is your aftercare for like the six months to a year, however long you've been my employee. <laughs> yes. You have earned this affection. You have yes. earned me like washing away all of this behavior. Oh yeah. Um, itemize this number two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just fucking hate Pete. I oh like, gosh, yeah. Her, so her vanilla partner, like they're even from the minute they have the date. Mm-hmm. And he says, she's like, what kind of person are you? Do you like wash your clothes when they're dirty or do you yeah. wait a couple of days? Oh, yeah. And yeah. he's like, I'm the type of person who wants a family. And yeah, her face like, is that. like, yes. what? That's what I asked you. Just completely like, she should have just up and ran at that point. Yeah. Like, I, yeah. I don't think she had to say that that's not what she was after. 
but like they're the very evident discomfort that she experienced yeah. like oh my god and his parents as well with the oh, like god. i hope there's gonna be a double wedding in june yeah. like piss off yeah. sandra that Jesus. entire family needs to read like the book about non-violent communication <laughs> seriously it was aggressive <laughs> everything that came out of their mouth it was like I want this, by the way. It's like, do, do you want that? Mm-hmm. I, I want things, but I don't express them the minute that I think them. <laughs> God's sake, calm down. So much, honestly. I, I did actually love the contrast of like Peter, who um, could be perceived as more quote unquote normal mm. versus mm. Um, E. Edward Grey, who's like, um, you know, whatever, how my people say perverted or whatever, or, or like as a different. And actually the fact that it showed that Again, not an ideal relationship, but that E. Edward Grey was actually, it was like um, a more fulfilling and actually slightly more consensual relationship than the relationship she had with the conventional Peter. Anyway, sorry, Karen. Mm-hmm. I like the that it, I like that it showed it, it subverted one's expectations. But I think like, I don't know, I, um, in the, you know, it's her sister's wedding. It's the start of the movie and she meets this guy that she knew from high school mm-hmm. and they like, they gel and it's cute. And then it's because it's not like, I don't feel like the directors were trying to make you hate him. No, I no. think it was just like, you know, this is the very, it was the contrast between, you know, the kink and the, the vanilla, the, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, nice in the first scene, yeah. the wedding scene, that was quite nice. You're kind yeah. Of like, okay, yeah. Yeah. You're sort of saving her from this horrible nightmare that is her father mm. um, at the wedding um, with all of his untreated yeah, 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 yeah. problems. Um, and her yeah. just getting out of, uh, you know, uh, the, the institution that she'd been in. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that must And how ridiculous, by the way, to go from like, oh, I have to come out from an institution. This is <laughs> to my a wedding. wedding. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> for, for scheduling that like the day after I got out of the thing. <laughs> like, Very poorly, poorly thought out. What the hell is wrong with his family? Anyway. <laughs> and it's, <laughs> it's definitely that like, you know, we're just going to pretend that this didn't happen because it's your sister's big day. And like, you know, mm. if you have anything you want to talk about, bury it deep, deep down in your big <laughs> 80s puff sleeves. And we want to talk about yes, it. Exactly. <laughs> um, anyway, yes, item, item number three. three. <laughs> Um, so item number three is that there is absolutely no communication which we I think we have discussed quite a lot quite a lot Um, however I will raise that the only time that there is any semblance of a communication Mm. is when he is about to fire her and she turns around and says time out and like that's it it makes me wonder if you know like where it's supposed to assume that they've had these conversations um mm-hmm. because you know that is a thing that happens in uh real life bdsm scenarios of like mm-hmm. the dynamic ends now because i'm uncomfortable and it's yeah. nice to see that um you know that was an option i guess yeah yeah, yeah. and know, she does actually use that yeah she, and yeah in the montage of kinky scenes i wonder if there's they might have had a conversation at some point yeah in that I don't know. Mm, anyway, yeah, but you're right. I'm nothing gonna... is shown. Yeah, yeah. It goes back yeah. to what I was saying about how it's the, the, responsibility. the film has responsibility. Yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. I think like having that as the tiniest bit, it would have been nice to see the before rather than the you know she had the option to like quote unquote safe word mm-hmm. uh, rather than just aggressively be like turn around and be like no what mm-hmm. even though that would also be fine as well in a scene. I don't yeah. know why I said it like that. Silly Bambi. Um, item the fourth is <laughs> so this was like I, I'm gonna hold myself accountable uh, for something that I said in the last episode with you guys okay. which is that I know I know I mm. apologize to the masses that I have misled um, I watched a TikTok recently mm-hmm. which is how 
all of my sentences begin this You're year. Thank you. My partner's very frustrated. Like, is it really another TikTok? Okay, <laughs> so, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, so I, I watched a TikTok by a very excellent man who provides um, sort of the, like the same sort of content as this of like, this is how mm-hmm. you enter into BDSM safely. Mm-hmm. Um, it helps that he's very pretty and I find him very attractive. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> this video was say he was reacting to a comment that somebody had left saying that the sub is in charge of the scenes or like, you wow. know, and I said something very, very, very similar to that in our last episode yeah, yeah. together. Yeah. What? what that fails to do is to give the dom any sort of um agency in that um and i think i was definitely saying that from a place of being a service top and like my pleasure comes from pleasing my sub whereas if i was asked to do a scene that involved things that triggered me or stuff Mm. that i'm just not comfortable with like i am as the dom i'm 100 percent allowed to say no yeah uh and then the sub has to respect that it is yeah. a two-way street so yeah. uh for anyone who is listening that sort of listened to my episode previously um <laughs> doms and subs listen to each other yes. it is a team effort yes um the reason i bring that up mm-hmm. is the scene where things start to get a bit she's demanding more attention from him mm-hmm. um this is still a work environment this is still his job and he's like on the phone trying to do his job and she notices a spelling error goes Mm -hmm. to correct it and then she's like no no I'm gonna get my punishment yeah and she like he gives him the letter yeah he goes to sign it and she's like what why aren't you noticing it and it's like he's on the phone to a client this is still um work environment yeah (laughs) yeah and it's it's something that i personally have come across with people that identify as brats Uh who um you know want to sort of like blur the lines and um move past certain boundaries and push them and then like from the submissive point of view like they're like i want to be hurt now the type of i was definitely have engaged in bratty behavior like oh is that all you've got is that like yeah um (laughs) But, yeah. like, I, as a top, am entitled to my space and my energy. And, mm-hmm. like, we have, yeah. there are very clearly established lines mm-hmm. um, between when I want to engage in being your brat and mm-hmm. um, specifically in this instance of my mm-hmm. own personal experience of being like your mummy and, and like, mm-hmm. telling you, like, no, no, sit down, shut the, sh- shut the fuck up. <laughs> um, <laughs> and she is, she doesn't do that. She, yeah. Like obviously we've said no communication, mm-hmm. but there is n- there's a lot of stuff that she in her in a monologue mm-hmm. puts on him, like the mm-hmm. mentioning, noticing that tendril of caring that comes from his darker place. I think is how she phrases okay, it, yeah. mm-hmm. and it's like, are we watching the same film, Maggie? Like this <laughs> is just a guy who's being a dick to you. Like he's not yeah. like why she. I think she wants him she wants the dynamic like you know obviously evidently just as much as he does but i think the way that she goes about it often is you know just as equally disrespectful yeah if mm. that yeah yeah, yeah. I, no, I, I, I do had a yeah. phrase <laughs> no i i do really think and i thought i thought that the, the scene i think was done quite it was done in quite a light-hearted way so it was quite almost quite funny to watch and i'm glad you brought it up because i think it is a thing of like i i can often be like oh, these are all the things he's doing wrong to her, but mm. not think about 
if it goes the other way and mm. i and i think that's really important thank you for raising that and um and in episode c the communication yes. we also watched <laughs> film what was the film called <sighs> it's the one with she knocks it's the server oh oh and duke of burgundy duke of which burgundy. actually <gasps> explores which is the same the same yeah. the same theme it explores that theme yeah purposely. yeah yeah that's very true yeah. actually yeah and i do remember thinking at the time in watching in secretary being like he's he is on an important phone call yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Just, just you can hear the person on the other end crying yeah, yeah i know like, she's like, like i'm about to lose my house and stuff and he's yeah. like no i understand we're gonna do it. and then she maggie gillenor's like licking the envelope yeah yeah yes, I'm I'm honey. Honey. I'm yeah <laughs> daddy pay attention <laughs> to me <laughs> 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 Oh my, god. <laughs> oh my god also i'm very jealous that i wasn't on the duke of burgundy episode oh, oh well, we can just watch it together okay. anyway it was great i'll watch yeah. it again like again parallels as well yes. Sorry, i mentioned that other people in the office can't consent yeah um she they are mr garvey the poor like animal control guy um the the scene in which she eats the sugar cube out of his hand oh, yes. is oh, in yeah. Mr. Garvey's office. And I'm like, that poor man is somewhere unable yes. to consent to your bullshit. Like, yes, yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. As I was thinking that, the scene immediately transfers to her desk being inside his office. Yeah. And I was like, mm-hmm. okay, you've contained it at least. Yes. Like, yes. That's yeah. fine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> and my I think my final point that yeah. I haven't mentioned that interview scene like obviously we're I'm holding it to 2022 standards but the hot he only asks her things like you know are you gonna oh, get that pregnant was, oh, are you, that, like, was awful. that yeah. was awful because that wasn't even like sexy that no. was just I no. feel like that's his standard interview yeah. but I do like the bit where she goes I like dull work yeah 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 <laughs> and they turn it into a so when it becomes the invitation for a more long-term yeah. commitment. He repeats the interview, doesn't he? Yeah, the same yes. interview happens again. Yeah, for yeah. like her position as a as a permanent yeah. permanent employee of his household. Yeah, as, which yeah. is which that's then taking it into the more kinky realm. Yes, it so is. that's fair enough. But yes, for an the interview, time. please don't say, "Are you married? Are you going to get pregnant?" <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> don't do that. I wonder whether that was. I mean, again, you're right in the sense that it's not made clear that this is the case. If it were the case, mm. but I wonder whether it is because it's 2002. They were like deliberately poking at. These are the types of questions that women get asked in the workplace. Maybe, mm. maybe for the benefit. Maybe it was yeah. like still allowed at that point. Like, yeah, I don't it feels like, know. It's like feels like it was. And and final final point, which I just mm. remembered. Um, at the <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Just everyone loves thing. a four hour episode. Yeah, it's fine. totally. Um, Particularly the <laughs> editing one. Don't <laughs> 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 so say sorry, but I'm being a part of that process. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, you I will um, definitely be now. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> you'll just give it to me. Like, here you go. Yeah, so there you go. go. Um, the at the beginning, she's like very kind of slouched. Her she makes herself very mm. small, and throughout the film, she stands like taller and taller, and like you know, shoulders back. And, and I just like, um, I thought that was very good physical acting from Maggie yes. Hall. And I thought mm. it was nice showing that through her relationship, she is um, gaining self confidence. And even after he breaks up with her, her posture doesn't um, Re- return. It doesn't return, yeah. which suggests physically suggested to me that she was like in her still in like recovery she was still recovering and i thought that was a really nice way of doing that agree okay so also in the film we were talking a little bit about um the link that the film makes between um kink and self-harm um and the relationship that um she inevitably has with her family that seems to drive her towards um uh that 
tendency mm-hmm. as well. Um, her father being an alcoholic, her mum being quite um, a neurotic sort of personality, mm-hmm. I suppose. And then uh, elements of that clearly are rubbing off on her. Mm-hmm. Um, and the film actually starts with her coming out of this institution, um, hugging her therapist mm-hmm. and then getting into a car um, and with her mum, I think. Waiting, yeah, right? yeah. Um, and you can immediately see that she's back into the sort of like toxic world and, mm-hmm. you know, so on and so on. And then the wedding happens. Um, but uh, then the connection is made with um, her new boss, mm-hmm. e. Edward Gray. Gray. Yeah, got there. Uh, and then uh, EEG just makes me think of um, those electroencephalograms that they use to study the brain. It's weird, isn't it? I know. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, just <laughs> completely random awesome. mental connection just <laughs> happened in my head there. Um, anyway, so and and he obviously uh, uses um, that there is a link begins to form between the two of them, mm-hmm. a relationship in which he is actually kind of trying to address her self harm issues. And the way that he does that is through the power of domination he knows he has over her mm-hmm. by saying, you're not to do that again. Yeah. You're not going to do that again. Like, I think he just basically says it very yeah. flatly and mm-hmm. yeah. in, with the sort of the, his, his usual kind of control voice yeah. that he uses yeah. for her, yeah. which then cements this kind of line in the film about mm-hmm. the link between self-harm and kink. And she doesn't do it again. And, and she, she, and she again. has a little a box of like her razors and things which is like it, it's almost like a sort of um cu- comforting childhood yes it's covered in toys, stickers like covered in like butterflies and, and stickers and things yeah and she has at the beginning of the film she tries to throw it away and then takes it back again yeah but after e edward gray says that to her she throws it over a bridge yeah. into the water mm-hmm. and like you say that does then be like that's the end yeah and, t- and tells her mum you can take the lock off the cupboard with all the knives in it because you don't really afterwards as well yeah which yes seems to make a, a, a line between like kink being like a thing that will an then stop her, an, an outlet, an alternative yeah. to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think having that as an option is interesting. My, I think my immediate response is that uh, I just worry about people uh, who would see that and then see kink as an appropriate alternative with no other hard work yeah yeah to go around with it um Mm -hmm. uh i'm very lucky to have the option to have uh weekly therapy sessions to talk about my own journey with um thoughts of self-harm and stuff Mm -hmm. um but it is the line that he uses is very accurate of like you know wanting to for me it's that feeling of being so like overwhelmed i feel like a bubble i'm gonna Mm -hmm. burst and like having that immediate uh pain relief Mm-hmm. um it seems like the only way to get over this feeling um but uh, I think the issue that I take with it is one she becomes as we've discussed like so dependent on him mm-hmm. for this there's no evidence of her putting in any other work to mm-hmm. discuss it um mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> uh, you know therapy is always seen as at least from uh, what I've heard from my own family uh, therapy is something that the Americans do those those wow, kooky Americans yes. over there um, <laughs> and for it uh, obviously she begins in the um, the institution and stuff and clearly done like a load of work mm-hmm. there on on herself but yeah I think it's just important to establish that you know kink shouldn't 
be at least in my opinion mm-hmm. um shouldn't be like the only thing that you have to help uh create coping mechanisms mm-hmm. that can yeah it's really mm-hmm. dangerous yeah, yeah. isn't it i think uh, mm-hmm. uh, when you broaden out the concept of self-harm to be all of the things that it can be um mm-hmm. there are definitely things that i've done that would fall under the umbrella of self-harm that isn't mm-hmm. taking some sort of blade to my skin mm-hmm. so um and that includes things like, for example, having unnecessarily risky sex with lots of people in one night mm. because I knew that that would potentially be horrible. And mm-hmm. then I would obviously wake up with loads of anxiety, but it would be yeah. a thing that would, would be a kind of, I'm, I'm almost taking control of, so, of something for, in a small period of time. Yeah. I'm making an active choice to be risky mm-hmm. um, and things like that where, and I would obviously, I, I, there are other, other examples too, which I, I don't care to go into yeah, in yeah. this, in, in such a public uh, space because I haven't mm. worked through all those issues mm. anyway but the um the the trouble I have with it is that when you go into the kink world without having made that kind of more you have to actually be quite explicit in your mind about the connection that you're making between uh, those two things because if you do it mm. blind um you you you're actually you you could th- there's a risk that you're going to make that behavior worse or you're going to draw more connections to that behavior and do more things that are potentially Mm -hmm. harming for yourself um you're also inviting other people in to that space that could then do more damage to you without knowing that they're doing damage Mm -hmm. to you and you're actually putting a responsibility on somebody else that they don't know that they have which scares Mm -hmm. me Mm -hmm. um so yeah there's a lot here where actually and i think the other thing that the film does is that it all i think it all makes it makes a lot of assumptions that none of this is the case Mm -hmm. but we have to kind of and I think we implicitly see that but I wonder whether everybody implicitly sees that again it's about the film Mm -hmm. taking responsibility and it doesn't do it um I don't want to like I'm just using the film to talk about this issue because I know this was an issue that we we wanted to cover off but Mm -hmm. um just from from that perspective um I think that first of all there's a breadth of self-harm that people need to be aware of if they weren't um, and there is also, there's a lot of different ways that it can link into the kink world. Um, and again, I just want to sort of, yeah, the bridging of the two is a delicate thing. Yeah. I, mm. I think when he says, like, why do you do it? Is it because, um, yeah. you know, you want to feel some control? And then the thing of uh, saying about seeing the marks and then seeing the marks heal was part of the, you know, what, what she gained from it or what she found helpful about it. And then after he spanks her she then goes and looks in the mirror and sees the the mark on her Mm. buttocks and then obviously like smiles at it and I kind of I kind of liked that they showed that link to kind of show how she can be getting that same feeling from something that's safer but also I felt like that was like the only thing they did to really address that link and I sort of Mm. felt like you say Bambi if this is a whole thing about how she um, sort of heals and recovers from from that maybe we just need a little bit more Mm. about that journey Mm. yeah one yeah exactly yeah and and like so like one assumes she'd done a lot of work in the institution but then we didn't really see evidence of what that work was and what personal coping mechanisms she had Mm. Mm. I don't know it, I I think earlier sentences that I have said have like almost uh, implied that like the the onus of that entire scenario should be on her. Um, but of course, uh, James Spade's character is the one that has come in and said, "You will not self harm again." Yeah. Um, that's so. I've only just thought about this. That's so damaging. Oh, like yeah. if some if somebody had said that to me, that'd be like, oh well, I'm not only am I doing this to hurt myself, but I'm like letting you down and like. 
that's yeah. such a responsibility and such a yeah, yeah. Such a, a twisted connection to yeah. I remember watching the film and just having this like gut reaction mm -hmm. to him saying that of like how dare you how dare you say that to her like I know. Mm -mm. and and it's also like and obviously this film only covers a short period of time we don't actually know what will happen afterwards but I mean yeah. he's it's it just so happens that him saying yes. that to her does help her stop but what if it didn't? Yeah. And like you say, like I remember, yeah, like watching that and being like, sorry. It, <laughs> and the risk of forcing her into for a deeper isolation because she yeah. could break away from him. She would yeah. have no one to speak to because she knows yeah. the reaction people will have yeah. to her saying it. Yeah. She probably wouldn't go back to therapy. You know, I mean, just drawing, but these are there are likely you know, there are likely outcomes. Possible you know? things. Yeah. And and then this, I mean, and this is, I think, one of the things that makes his then rejection of her and trying to end the relationship later in the film so much worse because mm. it's not yeah. only is she reliant on him for her erotic needs but she is literally reliant on him to her help mental her, health needs her, her mental yeah. health needs and he yeah. can her. and that that just feels wildly it's, irresponsible I like i and it's, I think it's not it. like he is unaware of that either he no. has chosen to engage with her specifically like it is heavily Almost. implied that his goal is to like you know uh encourage her and help her mm. grow and stuff and something else that you know again we are meant to assume that the main trigger for her um for her self-harming mm -hmm. is her father's struggle with alcohol mm -hmm. um there's also I'm just gonna drop this in um so I can sound smart um the like that that loss of a parent figure mm -hmm. um and that um need for her to address her um her child self like mm -hmm. the the therapy mm -hmm. terminology kind of thing like you know she's trying to maybe find that elsewhere and that you know the permission to be vulnerable because she hasn't had it before um but again going back to you know what if uh her father towards the end of the movie is is um working on um overcoming this this battle that he is having with um alcohol and the the scene in which he reads her I can't remember if it's poetry or a bible entry and she's just like thank you daddy and it's like that's the only time that she speaks yeah to anybody other than peter like what if after that like you know they're happily married everything's fine but her father still slips yeah. uh well um like what what now <laughs> like well i mean you're if you're yeah. trying to sound smart i'll do it too uh, <laughs> she, she effectively uses him as in loco parentis <laughs> yes. like she she makes the lawyer absolutely i used latin both. <laughs> <laughs> brushing my shoulders off mm. a little bit but that's what that's what he becomes to her he becomes her father figure mm. her replacement father mm. who she didn't really get a chance to and he that's hence all of the kind of control things really work for her the telling her what to eat really works for her um you know she what she re almost regresses into a sort of safer child bubble around him and and actually that's not there's nothing wrong with that in a lot of ways in a lot of kink scenes that's yeah, I mean, an I think, advantage yeah. that's something you would quite like to feel as a sub but mm. um it's just interesting that, that again we're sort of making all these different links between it and it's a complex uh case yeah uh, as everybody everyone's complex yeah, but yeah yeah it's interesting yes yeah, so that's an interesting connection when we make that but I think another thing is that when he called when her father calls her from a phone box and then he the James Spader the E Edward Gray is like is telling her off about something and and distracts her and then she goes back and the father's not on the phone anymore which is then a trigger for her as well yeah and then we don't actually see the father again until he turns up in hospital yeah and so actually e edward gray has uh 
has um some responsibility in 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 that as well and again like not to say like she could have saved her father just from a phone call but like you know that for me is kind of associated with their relationship is him like taking her away from the phone when her father was like in his hour of need you know it's kind of anyway god this film had a lot in it right yeah (laughs) yeah right yeah there is a lot of material (laughs) we should probably wrap up we should probably wrap up we should probably wrap up but yeah this has been a brilliant conversation (laughs) (laughs) but um thank you so much bambi it's been so good to see you again honestly and what a brilliant um topic film discussions excellent thank you so much for having me and for reviewing one of my apparently not so favorite movies <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> formative formative, formative yes. 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 yes yes absolutely absolutely time to find out what we scored it mm. uh. <sighs> right interesting oh I said, uh which is three out of five yeah three 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 means three three yeah um that's interesting because I really wanted to give it a four just because it's been it was so important to my sort of own sexual journey and the Mm. fact that it's like one of the only films I know of which explores this type of relationship and dynamic but I just think there's too much yeah wrong with it I was was torn between a two and a four were you and so I went to three because basically I was like well it's a two because of all these like big issues that I have with it and we all have with it yeah it's also again it's a a four for reasons of like her acting is amazing yeah yeah representation of the like it does eventually address some of the concerns but it leaves it right to the end and there like anyway lots of problems but yeah three I went to three yeah and mm. I think I'm I'm the same. I my entire opinion at the moment is uh, based on how it will help other people perceive um, a community that I hold really dear to my yeah, heart. Yeah. And there's you know uh, people entering into a dynamic that are just entirely inspired by the secretary. Mm-hmm. Like there's no mention of communication. Um, the idea that you can uh, not use therapy as well as kink mm-hmm. to help. Um, uh, I have had my therapist validate my kinks and like my needs, which has been great. But to only have this one person mm-hmm. uh, and their um, romantic slash sexual slash kink based relationship as a way to sort some very deep mm-hmm. trauma like that's mm-hmm. that needs some some just a little reconsideration. I yeah. think maybe. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Bambi, before we wrap up. Is there anything you would like to plug? Any um, uh, social medias you would like us and our listeners to follow, etc.? cetera? Uh, thank you for the opportunity. Um, <laughs> I, <laughs> I would like to redirect everybody to my Instagram. You can find me on all social media platforms under Bambi Bang Bang UK. There wasn't one in America. I don't know why the UK is valid. That's where you find me. <laughs> you can also uh, find me on Joe I Doodles, which is my art page. If you are looking for commissions, if you would like your booty drawn in the secretary poster, I can <gasps> do that for you. <laughs> oh my god, we should yeah, do we, that. We need, yeah. to, we need to commission you when we, we have when you. when um when people go onto our Patreon and donate us lots of money, <laughs> then we can commission Bambi when to they, do a picture. When, when, when they do, when, when they do that. When. So so that is. Oh, did I say? Did I say if? <gasps> No, and then when? Said when. When, when? We were when? just reinforcing it. I know, yeah, 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 exactly. Clarifying it's when. When you will do that, just you know, you can do as little as three pounds a month. That will make all the difference. It will, it, and then we can get one of a commission, one of Bambi's amazing artworks, and Bambi will get money too. So hooray! Yay. Everyone's happy. Yay. <laughs> <laughs>
Well, you've listened all the way to the end, so you obviously liked what you heard. Don't forget to follow us on all your usual social medias, Twitter, Instagram, we're everywhere at A-Z with men, that's A-T-O-Z with men, and you can also join our Facebook group where you can discuss what you've heard and tell us what you want to hear. I did that with all one breath. <laughs> Very impressive. Yeah. Uh, you can go to go to Apple Podcasts and give us five stars and leave a lovely review and also tell a friend, please, and thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, please. And we will see you next week for your next instalment of your guidebook of grinding. Yay, great. <laughs> Thanks for listening. And thank you, Bambi. Thanks, Bambi. <laughs> Bye.